welcome to our podcast, She Inspires. A podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage. Designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, dreaming big, and celebrating life fully. I'm Haley. And I'm Gina Marie. Hi, everybody. Hey. Oh, we're so Excited. We're so excited. We have the most special guest on Who Dis? <laughs> Who Dis? Who Dis? And it is Matt. So let me just give a little context. Yes. I just want to back it up a little bit. Matt and I have known each other since we were babes. Okay. I mean, how 16. old? 16. 16. We were driving. We could drive. We Newly could drive. Could drive. And, and then we went to college together and then he moved back to Houston and now he knows Haley and it is just the best. The best. (laughs) The best. Yeah. We've like, how many cities have we been in together? A lot of cities. We've called three cities home. Oh my gosh. Together. And we've just gone through a lot together. Isn't that crazy? Three cities that have like, like a home. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like cities that are like home, home. Mm -hmm. Yes. So funny. It's because we're family. Yeah. Family. We're family. So um, we are thrilled to have you, if you can't tell. <laughs> Aren't we, Haley? We were. We, like, attacked Matt via text message. And we're like, <laughs> we need you now. And he literally flew in special from Vegas to see us. Ugh. Just kidding. He did fly in yes. from Vegas. Not Red only eye. for us, just to get home. <laughs> and then we're like, okay, you must come right to Gina Marie's apartment. So we're just so happy. We are happy. What are we going to talk about? What is going on? Well... I love that you talked about the different places that we've been together yeah. because oh. that is something that I was thinking about today. I was actually watching Queer Eye for the Straight Guy before I came love over. Love it. Are you living for that show right now? Oh. I cry every time. Me too. Every time like one of them starts to tear up, I just immediately start going, <laughs> and Adam's like, this is really getting but to are you. are you liking the new cast? I am obsessed with them. Oh, I'm I obsessed know. with a new format. I'm okay. obsessed with like the whole like, activism around it at the same time Ooh, well like they're I like like they're really caring about people mm-hmm. and I just think it's so so good but I was watching it and I was thinking about transitions in all mm. of our lives and mm. like how so many big transitions have happened between you and I and I yes. was like man we have like walked these different paths and I know it's things you guys talk about it's things mm-hmm. you guys care about and it's just so interesting to like reflect on the things we choose like keep with us and the, the mm. things we like let go mm-hmm. and the things we're like that's coming along for the ride and that's not coming along oh, for I the ride that. and that's something that's just been like sticking with me a lot lately I mean just through conversations with mentors yes. and new friends and new mm-hmm. colleagues and like then meeting up with old people it's like this is who I am still in these new shoes how do I incorporate that into like what I'm oh. doing and you guys do that a lot with yes. what you do as well which mm-hmm. I think is so awesome mm-hmm. and like transitions transitions mm-hmm. wow that's huge well you know what is coming up for me as we're having this conversation so um matt knew me when i was younger and i was very different in many ways than how i am now i was very straight laced mm-hmm. and very like black and white and i didn't drink till i was 21 and like that is just how it was, and my life experiences have changed me. And I like to think that it's because of the people that I had in my life. Totally. They opened my eyes and they opened my whole view of mm-hmm. life and what it means to be a, a person and a human. And um, that's a big transition for me, I think, in my life was going from this place of like, 
uh, I would say judgment and mm. coming into a place of acceptance. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think back to that person you're talking about and mm. like, I have known her so long and I think short of like second to my parents, like coming out with Gina Marie, like when I came out as gay, mm. that was like a big conversation mm. for me because I knew she knew me before and I knew the type of person Jean Marie was, but how we've grown in that relationship and you were at my wedding and mm-hmm. I was at your wedding and now we've like grown into these new people mm-hmm. and it's like that fear and that conversation mm-hmm. only leads to a stronger relationship and transitions you into the adults that you are later mm-hmm. on and it's just so it's so impactful to like have that person in your life and have them there. I mean singing in my wedding mm-hmm. so I mean it's just so funny to even talk about that yeah. person that you were at 16. Mm-hmm. And yes. Where it's we are very now. interesting. And there's things about who I was at 16 that I am, I'm still that way. And there are things about who I was at 16 that I'm just not, you know, mm-hmm. that, like you said, Matt, like I chose to leave that behind. Mm-hmm. What was, is there any moment in your life that was like a big transition for you that it kind of tops all of them? So Gina Marie has talked about, we both went to school for music and we pursued careers in musical theater in New York City and mm-hmm. when we moved to New York City man like we've had some times in New York City <laughs> I can think of one time when Gina Marie and I were like walking through the snow and we had like boarded a flight to go home and they were like horrible. flights canceled everybody yes. off the plane so I'm like carrying Gina Marie's luggage Literally, through the snow in New York City I was having a meltdown <laughs> a full on meltdown <laughs> And Matt is going through Harlem with both of our bags. So New York gave it to us. Yes. Like it gave it to us. Mm-hmm. And we went there to do musical theater, mm-hmm. and we both did some theater. Like, I... You I, did more than just some theater. <laughs> Let's get real. So I, like, performed... I did shows in New York City. I yes. did shows across the world. Broadway, people! And Broadway! Totally. And um, the funny thing was, like, in that pursuit of that dream, I realized like the goalposts for everybody kept changing. And if you go into that work with the idea of like, well, I just want to be on Broadway. Then when that's done, you have to think about, well, what are you going to do next? Because when that's done, it's like, well, do you want like to do more Broadway? Do you want to be on TV? Mm -hmm. And I just saw for myself that goalpost, it was, it was something that I didn't see moving I didn't see like where it would ever end Mm -hmm. and it didn't have to end somewhere but I had to like have a goal post that I was working towards so I transitioned I met up with a friend and was really interested in what they were doing like well I'm substitute teaching right now it's like it sounds like the perfect job (laughs) it's like show up and be like okay kids here's what's going on so I started substitute teaching in the Bronx and I would go up there and then I would go to auditions and stuff and then there was this one time when I was like up in the Bronx, it was this kid Jamori, and I remember being like so much more interested in what was going on in Jamori's life and like what his life was. And mm-hmm. that was like just a switch. It was just like oh. then going on Broadway. Yeah. Like, and, like, like you had a There were straight up times I was like at the school, in grad school, and doing Broadway shows and going to auditions. Yeah. <laughs> just like this is not. Mm-mm sustainable Mm -hmm. so like where it truly was my focus and I felt like giving back was so important and that's just where I went and Mm -hmm. that was just where I focused all that energy on and um there are other things like just creating a life and a family and I mean we Mm -hmm. all have those Mm -hmm. things that come up where we say what will be the best for me as a person Mm -hmm. not just in our career 
for our bodies. It's like, mm-hmm. well, what will be the best for me? So mm-hmm. that gave me fulfillment, and that was where I wanted to put that energy. And it's just shifted so much of my perspective on things. I mean, I, I have to imagine that's happened for both of you, though. Yeah, there's just, it's a calling. Yeah. There's a calling mm-hmm. on Teaching. your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. What I think is interesting, too, that you talk about, Matt, is – in the world that you were in, in the theater world, and I can imagine mm. in New York and on Broadway, you speak about there is a very definite ending to a lot of jobs, right? You get a job and you're in that job for a month or mm-hmm. six totally. months or a year or yeah. whatever. Or maybe it's a show that's going to go longer than that. And then yet still it's how long will this be in production? Yeah. Or there will be there's a, a finite, what do you call them, like a gold pill, like there's an ending. And you, and I'm sure most of the people in that were pretty much forced into another transition. Yeah. And at that point, you have you have there's no more ending. And that's what's interesting because when I think about transitions too, there's the very typical milestones that I know we have all gone through, and many other people have is like high school, yeah, college, mm-hmm. grad school maybe, yeah, you know, and, and maybe college. Some of you out there didn't even like that wasn't a milestone yet. There's you, know, you have your set four years and then it's a transition. And I feel like those are the moments, like you said, when it's really when you're uh, like, for me, it was actually any, like any transition that I can think about in my life that really made a difference and changed to me was also very challenging. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, there's a lot of fear associated with it. There was a lot of courage that it took. There was a lot of like, what the F am I doing? Yeah. Um, I don't know, like just a lot of that. And that's what I also think makes a transition. Yeah. yeah. And one of the ones I think is so interesting that we don't talk about that much anymore is like you were naming all those different things, being from young adult to an adult. Mm. And like that transition, it's so blurry and it's yes. not a necessary marker. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of stigma I think about being mm-hmm. like, well, now I'm an adult and what does that mean? And what mm-hmm. am I doing? And it's like very easily we'll be like, well, this is 30 now. Yes. And you're like, well... Truly, I've been doing it for how many years? I've been making this transition, and I didn't even know it was happening. Yeah. Like, because there's no like, well, when school's out, right. I'm gonna do this, mm-hmm. and when this happens, this is gonna happen. So these transitions are man-made or per, yes. like person to person. You could say like, now yeah. I'm moving into this part of my life, and like you said, that takes courage, it takes work, it takes money, it mm-hmm. takes time, yeah. it takes like focus, it takes so much that you build into that. Like you, mm-hmm. you make that your own. And I think a lot of times we're transitioning and we don't even know it because we don't yes. have that, mm-hmm. that catalyst. Haley, what is one of yours? Well, you know what I was just thinking about is I have plenty. I know a couple for sure. Big ones for me was I went to boarding school mm-hmm. and that was when I was 15 and I turned 16 shortly thereafter. And that was big for me. That was like leaving my parents' house and living on my own. I just don't know how you did that. At 15 for a month. And then I turned 16 pretty quickly, but I was 16. Mm. And, you know, and it was, I was very fortunate to go to a incredible boarding school where they do everything to support you in your growth. And yet it's up to me to get my butt up, to shower, to eat, to get dressed, to like... Creating a schedule. Yes. And then at the end of the night, I come home and I was alone. It was up to me. It was like, how do I fill my time? Different than before. It was like, we had family dinner and then we'd watch TV together. I'd be Mm -hmm. with my brother or things. And so that one was huge for me. That was a um, 
a time where I can remember, and I think I've talked about it here before, I just cried all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, my first month, I was just crying mm. all the time. And I managed to keep it together in the moments I needed it. My, my poor parents, because every time I called them, I was just a mess. I know. They're like, are you just crying all the time? And I was like, all the times when I'm alone <laughs> or in the shower. Or when I call you. When I call you. Yeah. Like, all the other times I can hold it together. But that was a big one. And that's where you, know, you talk about, like, transitioning to an adult. And that's what's interesting to me, because I had that one. And then college was a... You know, in a sense, I thought it'd be easier, and it wasn't, mm. because it was like I had built my community then in high school. Mm-hmm. Then I had to go to college, and I felt alone again, you know, like starting over again. Yeah. I didn't know anybody. And so that was another big one, too. It was like, okay, who am I now in the face of alcohol and more freedom? You know, boarding school yeah. had a lot of structure even within it. You know, I couldn't drive. I couldn't really go anywhere. It was just a bubble. And then college, it's like, okay... Then when I got a car and I have freedom mm-hmm. and I don't really have to go to class. If I don't go to class, I just fail, you know? And it was yeah. like... And there's and, parties. Right. <laughs> Some. There's parties. Some. There's cute boys. There's like oh, yeah. all sorts of girls. There's soror. Like it was just this whole other world. So college was a big one for me yeah, too. Yeah, it was for me too. And, yeah. and learning to navigate that. But I think what I'm most interested in right now, which is interesting to me, and I don't know the answer. Like you were talking about, Matt, like the blurred lines is I actually asked Jenny Noonan, who we've had on the podcast mm-hmm. before. And I remember just one time, I don't even know why I asked her this. I turned to her, this was a couple of years ago. I forget the question. I said something like, when did you stop feeling like like a child and start feeling like even more so like a parent? Mm. And I don't know if I'm like explaining this well, but it was like, so I'm really interested in the dynamics of right now, I'm not married. And my family still consists of my mom, my dad, and my brother. Mm-hmm. Yet it's like my immediate family. Right. But yet at some time that changes... Mm-hmm. I would think a little, like some kind of transition happens where you then become husband and wife with somebody. Or and then husband eventually, and husband. Or husband and husband. Or wife and wife. Or wife and wife. And then you have children. And it's like, when does that role switch? Like right now, I still feel very much like the child. Mm-hmm. Even though I am an adult, and I feel like an adult, is like, I still go to my dad for support. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, when does that shift? Oh, God. Yeah, I, I still know. call my mom all the time. Me too. Me too. Oh, my God. Every day. I'm married. Yeah. I still call my mom all the time. Oh, and your I'm mom like, is so fabulous. I'm losing my mind at school. These kids are crazy. And, like, Adam will be like, I know it's terrible. My mom's like, here's what you got to do. And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> I but, I mean, know. that's the thing is, like, I think we are in the transition of creating that space with mm-hmm. that person. And you create that unit mm-hmm. of a family. And, we all do so much practice in those new roles. Like you're practicing becoming a mother, even if you're not a mother. Mm-hmm. I, yes. I had, I say it to everybody all the time. I was like, I had no idea I was going to become a dad when I started teaching. Mm-hmm. And when I became a second grade teacher and I went from dealing with actors who also need a lot of babying. <laughs> yeah. Let's be real. Like they need a lot yeah. of cajoling and like a lot of, Oh, you're so wonderful. Like mm-hmm. they need that. And then I was dealing with kids who were like, I didn't eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. Like, well, we got to get you breakfast. So let's get mm-hmm. you some breakfast and make that happen. Mm-hmm. And you're doing that work all the time. So when you are in that position in that first moment, you realize, oh, I am a parent. I mm-hmm. am a spouse. I am whatever that is. Yes. You've been practicing those relationships your whole life. Mm-hmm. And that transition mm-hmm. was happening. And that's what's so fascinating is like we're always in that mode yeah. of taking on new 
roles and new hats mm-hmm. and we don't even know it. And that's so Yeah, that's so true. Well, and, and I think a lot of times is I didn't even realize I was in the transition, like especially with marriage. Oh. I didn't really feel it until now that I'm in it, if mm. that makes sense. And it, now that we have Dolly, I feel the sense of family with Rob. Whereas before, mm. I just felt of him as like my partner, yeah. my person. Mm. Now I feel a sense of family. Um, I don't even know when the specific moments were though. Do you? Like I, um, I remember when I was on, we started dating when I was on tour. So I would, I was traveling the country and we'd meet up in all these like exotic locations. And I was like, yeah, I'll meet you in San Francisco. I'll meet you in uh, Toronto. And like, that was great. And then when the tour ended, I was like on a six month sit down in Toronto and then the tour ended and his lease was up. And it was one of those really like, uh, 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 what, what are we going to, what's going to happen? And we were like, you know what? I'm ready. Let's do this. Mm. And I was losing my job. Mm. I was moving back to New York City. And I was moving with my boyfriend who had like long distance dated. Mm-hmm. my body was just like what are you doing <laughs> like, I remember like getting like, got like a canker sore in my oh uvula my I remember like driving this U-Haul with Adam he like drove a U-Haul up to Toronto and brought Angel. it back down and I was like I couldn't talk because I had like this really bad canker sore and he was like it'll be okay mm-hmm. and we like pulled up to this apartment that he I had never seen mm-hmm. he had picked out for us and I remember like walking in and there was all this light. It was mm-hmm. snowing in New York City. And I was like, we're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And everything, like you are, you are an adult and you, mm-hmm. you will be fine no matter what. Mm-hmm. Because even if this didn't work out, I would figure it out. Mm-hmm. And we are, there's not that fear anymore of being right. Like, but through that acceptance of that, then we started building our lives mm-hmm. because I didn't need it to work. Mm-hmm. You know, like it worked because it worked. Mm-hmm. not because I needed him to be the right. person so I think that for me was like a real big transition of like I hold my space and you hold your space and yes. we're together as opposed to I don't know where I stand mm-hmm. if I'm not with you because mm-hmm. that's not necessarily love mm-hmm. I remember do you I remember taking class with Joe Rowan did you ever take class mm-hmm. with her this ballet teacher we had she was incredible she still does bar every single day I think she's <laughs> Gotta be in her seventies. Uh, I honestly, I, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna read anybody for that. Oh my god! I would never. Um, but she said, "Never want somebody, or never need somebody more than you want them." Ooh. And I just remember, like one day when I was deciding to do something besides theater, and Adam was like, "You need to make that decision. And I need you to go do that." I was like, "Oh, I want him to be a part of my train This Thing for me more than I need him to tell me what to do right so that it'll all be okay yes I was like oh we're good <gasps> okay we're, we're good not. so that for me was a big yeah we're, we're a, a family huge transition yeah and I can only imagine when you add in kids like what mm-hmm. you're talking about because I still feel that way too I still I mean you you both know this I still very much feel like a kid with my parents mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like very much so my mom will call me and be like um, did you schedule the appointment for the plumber? You know, like those kinds of questions. I'm like, yes or no. And then, okay, well, why didn't you? You're going to – it's all going to be a mess. So I still – I blue jean, though, for that. Yeah. Blue jean's like – she's like a Siri, but like telling she's you what such, to do. She is a Siri. I love like it. Like a thousand times. I love it. So um, I still very much feel like that. And I thought that once I got married – 
that they, that transition, no, it's mm -hmm. still here. It's still, I don't know if it's ever going to go. So you're like concerned, like with kid, are you thinking like with so kids, what will that be? Yeah, so then my next question, oh, so it wasn't mm -hmm. when I got married. So I'm like, maybe it's when I have kids. And then I was like, oh gosh, no, I think I'll actually call her and need her even more. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Should we call you and be like, you and me, did you make the doctor's appointment? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to be calling her and be like, she won't yes. stop crying. Mm -hmm. My, But I also remember for me, when my sister had her baby, I felt like that was a big transition for my mom where mm. like she was like her focus was in a new place mm. and even all of a sudden all of me and my sisters were on equal footing if I had an issue like we all would get what we needed if one of those babies has an issue figure it out yeah <laughs> because you're an adult mm. and now you'll deal with it and right. like and the babies she, need the you. babies need you so mm. like that she will go through that transition too of like her loyalty will be to the one who needs it the most. Wow. Oh my God, that's going to be huge. So crazy. That's so going to be crazy. very interesting. You know what's interesting about that too? Um, Gina Marie knows this. I met my boyfriend's parents the other day. Mm. This was for the first time a couple weeks ago. It was mm. Mother's Day, I guess. So whenever that was, I met them for the first time. And I remember leaving, like feeling a little uncertainty about how they felt about me. Mm -hmm. Like not certain if they liked me or didn't like me or were just we're fine about me, you know, but yeah. like, yeah, she's fine or whatever. I've done a lot of analyzing about this mm. with June and Marie. We've spent a lot of hours mm -hmm. talking about this. I'm grateful for you. <laughs> and at the end of the day, they do. They love me just fine. And why I bring that up is because I made a joke to Everett. I said something and then I was like, no, this is actually serious. They're going to love me when I pop babies out though. That's mm -hmm. right. That's right. Like as soon as I, because mm -hmm. that links me to literally their genealogy. Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. And like they are then grandparents in a way, and I linked them and supported them in a way that, I mean, it's phenomenal, spectacular the way like that happens. You know, I was like, they like me enough now. They gonna love me when I pop cute babies. That right? there's nothing more doing that. I mean, my sister got married, and I was like, he's fine. Like I like him. He's great. He's mm -hmm. good. He's your partner. That's all that matters is you yes. love him. First baby, whole new conversation. He's <laughs> like, look, brother. You know, like, that's my brother. Yes. You know, like, oh he's like, oh, we're so close. We're so familial now. It's like, we are familial. And listen, whatever you need, forever, oh whatever God, he needs. Me. I mean, it so just changes, funny. just flips the switch. It does. It's that's done. Amazing. It's done. That's crazy. I oh know. That's, that's so funny. so funny. Yeah. No, I can imagine where that is like, uh, they do love you and they're going they to do. love you. And then that's a transition. What did you guys though. do? Like, how was the... We went out to dinner. Okay. We went out to dinner. It was very nice. Everett spilled an entire glass of wine on me at dinner. <laughs> Literally. That's kind of amazing, though. Like, I'm kind of, like, in love with that happening. Literally nervous. Oh, and that's why I said. I was like, they loved me more after mm. the wine was all over me. Mm -hmm. They were like, okay, she cool. She didn't freak out. Like, oh, yeah. Things are fine. But he literally, in Everett's words, he was like, I couldn't have done it better. Yeah. The waiter put down the glass of wine, and he just... Boosh. and all over me i mean oh it was my on my God. forehead it was on my toes i was sitting in a puddle of wine I you know like, what nowhere to go but up here we go yeah. glad we got it out of the way nowhere to so go i mean up. and that it's like a transition that was a transition for me oh hell and, yeah well talk about a big one being in a relationship mm -hmm. is a transition oh. oh yeah and there have been many a thing that i have had to release and let go mm -hmm. of in yeah. being in a relationship and the main one for me recently is, I mean, the big one, this is me all the time. And with him is like releasing the need to be right about things and having my 
like love for him and my commitment to our partnership working and us working as a couple and um, giving, yeah. I've had to like let yeah. go of that big time. Oh, yeah. Matt and I were just talking about this. Oh my gosh. And for example, this morning, um, so Rob's been wanting an espresso machine. Okay. An espresso? All of a sudden. Lovely. Sure. All of a sudden. So okay. tells me that he wants to go to Bed Bath & Beyond to get it. So I was like, okay, let's go and look at it. He's really excited. We're returning a coffee maker. This was like two mm. weeks ago. He's mm-hmm. all excited. So we get there and I see the price tag of that espresso maker. Yep. I was just looking around in yep. Junior's apartment for an espresso maker. I don't see one. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's here now. <laughs> just say, yeah. So, so I said, uh, that's $250. Like, we're, mm-hmm. well, I was going to return the coffee maker. The coffee maker was $60. <laughs> Where are you going to get the other 200 You know, like, and oh. so he's just looking at me like, well, we have gift cards. And I'm like, yeah, for like, life stop. things. Yeah, stop. Life things that we share together. So this morning, he comes to me. Um, so, I, you know, I didn't get it at Bed Bath & Beyond. So I was thinking, what about Target? We have more gift cards. And this was his birthday week. So I finally said, take the gift cards. Just go. But that is <laughs> like. Just go get it. That, I love that story. My favorite story is the Dolly story. <laughs> because my favorite story was when Jean Marie said, he sat me down and he went, listen, <laughs> there will be a dog. <laughs> and she's bringing new. Okay, okay. all right. I was, it was many exactly. changes I may have about this. Exactly. This is what's going to happen. And you're right about that. Like, you step mm-hmm. forward, you step back. Okay, fine. Target. Yes. Take the gift yep. cards. Exactly. Like, I knew at this point, he's brought it up multiple times, like Dolly. He's brought it up multiple times. And this is clearly all he's fixated on. He needs this. Okay. Sure. Would I have it. liked to have bought a new vacuum? 100%. <laughs> and. This espresso machine is going to be making him very happy. That's right. Very it's, happy. In, it's in this house. It's right over there. Oh, I said it was behind me. It was. Right over Big there. reveal. It, and, he, and then he comes back. Oh, oh it he was got a, like a fancy. Oh, tell me about it. I thought he was getting the no. Nespresso. Oh, no. No, and then he comes back and says, oh, it was on sale. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, my God. I cannot uh, wait for him to make an espresso. So, yeah, just wait for those kind of conversations, Haley. Yeah. I mean, you know, oh, Matt, no. when they you're married, it's like, oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. And you just have to say, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or not no. okay. And sometimes right. it's not okay. <laughs> right. And that's a big transition, too. It's no. never ending. <laughs> it literally is never ending. It's constant. It's constant. It's like. You have to decide sometimes. Mm-hmm. You're like that battle, sure. Yes, that and there's one, transitions with not. your partners, with your friends, with your family, mm-hmm. with yourself. Yeah. With I yourself, mean, it's just yeah. like it's huge. It's it crazy. is. Oh wow. Crazy. Oh my god. This is very insightful. I feel very good right <laughs> Anything now. Anything else anyone needs to say or have? No. Wow. I mean, that Rob story is. <laughs> Rob uh, story. Uh, I love a good Rob story. <laughs> I really do. Me too. Anytime Rob gets looped into anything with us and our friends, I'm just like, oh my god, I am here for uh, it. Yeah, that's a transition. Is going into a into your person's friend group, like Mm. trying to be a part of it. Mm. Like, so we all are very tight. Our friends from college, we're very tight. We're family, and then we have the spouses come in, and then the spouses get looped in on text chains, and it's like. Oh man, and they're sitting there just like, why is yeah. Sam blowing me up yeah. every hour? And it's like, well, are they going to be mad if I take myself out of it? Mm-hmm. I'm like, they won't even know. We're so far up each other's butts, they <laughs> yeah. won't know if you get out of it. Exactly. Like, it's so ridiculous. Well, the transition of then coming into the other person's life. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Well, that's, that's what lot. I'm. Um, I'm very blessed too. 
Everett, my boyfriend, mm-hmm. has four sisters. Mm, that's. I've not transitioned. I have not transitioned into the text threads yet. But they it love happens. you. That may happen. They love you. I love them too. They're amazing. And I'm like, it's gonna happen because I just see Everett's phone blow up all the time. All of a sudden, I'm like, why is his phone? Oh, sisters. Mm-hmm. Crazy. <laughs> it's like Crazy. Group threads. I know, <laughs> I know, and you have to have that conversation with your spouse. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, I'm gonna let you respond for both of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no problem being on that text thread. Mm-hmm. I am not going to respond. Yeah, I don't need to. Be so part don't of ever it. ask me why I didn't talk talk about the photos. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They looked really cute, but I'm gonna let you say something yeah, you about it. it. You say it because you get the transition com- from I to we. Yes. yes, that's what you get. Yes. From I to we. Gina yeah. Marie's doing a good job of that. Well, yeah. we all are. Mm-hmm. We all yeah. are. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Guys. You're so what, fun to be with. What a joy and what insight and wow. Wow. Transitions, y'all. Get on. Gotta them. do them. Gotta get do on. it. Okay. Well, we love you. Bye. Right, we love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.